Well, hey guys, welcome to Ask Anything episode three. We have a great show for you today. We have two questions. The first one is, what if I'm not connecting with my small group? How do I connect better? Uh, What do I do? Um, And the second question is, I have a lot of Catholic friends. What's the difference between what we believe and what Catholics believe? So um, welcome to Ask Anything. As I said, if you're new, uh, if you started watching because we announced it on Sunday uh, morning or night, uh, welcome. Glad to have you. Don't forget, you can submit questions anytime at lhcstuman.com slash ask, and you can either remain anonymous or we can read your name. So let's dive in. Uh, ask anything. Episode one. Uh, the first question uh, is an anonymous question, and it says, I know you say it's important to stay close and have good relationships with your small groups, but half the time I feel like an oddball. My parents say I should open up and be more social, but I'm afraid I'll get my heart broken again from past experience. What does God say in the Bible about opening your heart up? That is a phenomenal question. Um, Here's the thing. In in the church, in American Christianity, the unfortunate thing that we've done is we've reduced um, our faith down to Jesus, my Bible, and me. And that is not a true picture of what New Testament Christianity is. In fact, in the New Testament, or in the Bible as a whole, actually, there are 59, can you believe it, 59 references uh, to one another, okay? Um, the, the term one another comes up in the Bible 59 different times. For example, if you went to camp, you heard us say, James 5.16, confess your sins uh, to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Um, One-third of the one another verses talk about getting along, talk about unity, talk about the importance of that. So Mark 9 says be at peace with one another. John 6 says don't grumble among one another. And listen, you may be even saying, I'm not, uh, I'm not not at peace. I'm not uh, I'm not promoting disunity, um, and that's great, but how do I actually dive in? How do I take advantage of my small group, my life group? Um, how, how does that happen with the caveat? And here's what the hard part of this question is, the caveat that in the past when I opened up, I got heartbroken. And so for that, let me first and foremost just say I'm very sorry. Um, I'm very sorry that you experienced heartbreak. I'm very sorry that that has happened to you in the past. Here's the reality. Nobody's perfect, all right? And I'm sure you know that. I'm sure you've heard that before. Um, as Christ followers, here's what we do know is that our our lives, our hearts um, are conditioned by sin, all right? And so in Romans 3, Romans 3.23, it's a very famous verse, says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so we know that to be true. Here's the other unfortunate thing that we know. People, even your Christian, even your small group, even your church-going friends, will, because they too struggle with sin, let you down, unfortunately. That's just how it happens. Now here's the deal. One of the main reasons for the one another all throughout Scripture is the simple fact that um, you're broken this person's broken, but if we use each other and if we use God's word, we can make each other stronger, right? In Proverbs, it says, iron sharpens iron. And so if you uh, can help work with someone, help share hard truths with them, pray with them, confess your sins with them, um, 
point out scripture and areas of shortcoming in their life, that will help you grow. And the main goal of us as followers of Christ is to become more like Jesus. And so God always uses his word and people to help you do that. And so here's what I would challenge you to do. Just keep doing it. Uh, Sometimes, some weeks it's going to be harder than others. Some weeks it's going to be easier than others. Um, The answer is not uh, shying away. All right. The answer is not just, I'm going to stop coming. I'm going to stop investing into these friendships. That's not the answer. All right. The only way that this is going to happen is if you commit to being a part of things. And listen, maybe it's a good conversation to have with a life group leader. Maybe it's even a good conversation to have in group. Um, that's the place that we want these conversations to happen. So good question. Hopefully that helped. Next question says this, um, and Alec, he submitted it, um, and he said, a bunch of my friends are Catholics. What's the difference between Christians and Catholics? So here's what you need to know. Um, there are basically two types of traditions. There's Greek Orthodoxy and Catholicism, which sort of argue, um, which trace their roots all the way back to the original organized church um, of Jesus Christ, the apostles, and everything that we've seen after that. And so what you need to understand is Catholicism is based out of the same belief that we have, all right? Uh, They trace their history back to Jesus, the apostles. However, over time, it's developed, um, and I have this from a website, it's developed a highly sophisticated theological and elaborate organizational structure headed by the papacy, which is the pope. And so what we believe as Christians is that Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation and that Jesus Christ in the gospel is the only way to true life change and transformation, all right? Even as we talked about in that last question, uh, people, God uses people to help change us, um, but that's only possible through the transforming power of Jesus and his Holy Spirit, which is given to us when we accept new life in Christ. And so um, Catholicism, you can find your way to that. However, in practice, there's a lot of other things added to it. So what we believe as Christ followers, as Christians, um, and in most, you know, Baptist-type circles like we are, um, we believe that salvation is available to us only through Jesus Christ. In Catholicism, they would say salvation is available to you in Jesus Christ And there are a lot of other things that go into play. So, for example, when we say confess your sins one to another, um, we know that we're not confessing our sins to each other to be forgiven of our sins. We know that we're confessing our sins because it's good for us, okay? Um, But forgiveness of sins only comes through Jesus Christ. And here's another thing. We can enter the throne room of grace and the throne room of God through prayer at any given time now because of what Jesus did on the cross. In Catholicism, in order to confess your sins, you have to go to a priest. And and they're saying that a priest is your way to God. Now listen, I've never been Catholic in my entire life, and so I could be getting this wrong. I'm reading this off of a website. Um, but salvation is available to us through Jesus alone. That's it, all right? Um, part of the astonishing part of the gospel is that we can do nothing. The only thing that we do is we accept a free gift of salvation to us through Jesus Christ. In Catholicism, there's priests, there's hierarchies, there's more traditions. And so not that any of that stuff's bad, not that any of that stuff is wrong. It's only bad or wrong if it takes you away from the true message of salvation and the true message of the gospel. And so um, all different uh, you know, there's some other differences. So like um, in Catholicism, they have a few more books of the Bible than we do. Um, and I can explain why that might be. Um, basically, in Christian traditions, um, 
we took what the original Hebrew Bibles were. The Catholics took what came from the Septuagint. Now, the Septuagint is a Greek translation of the Hebrew Bible, so it was written around Jesus' time. Um, and they added a few more books than the original Hebrew uh, Bible had. And so we as Christians, we've adopted just the Hebrew Bible as opposed to all these other ones from the Septuagint. So in Jesus' time, what these Catholic people are reading are books from the Septuagint. So all that to be said, the bottom line is this. Salvation is available to us through Jesus alone. That's it. That's what you need to know. And if anything else gets in there, like sometimes in Catholicism, you see them praying through the saints, see them praying through Mary, We don't have to do any of that. We can enter God's throne room of grace specifically through Jesus Christ. Now that leads me to a great point. Coming October 13th is an event that I call Dare to Share Live. I I mean, I call it that, yeah, that's because it's what it's called. Um, Dare to Share Live is going to be a great event. In fact, it's going to train you on a lot of these things. It's going to train you how to share your faith. It's going to train you on what the gospel is. It's going to help you as you navigate conversations with your friends. So Dare to Share Live, October 13th, is coming up. Uh, The Sunday after Labor Day, we will have information about how you can start signing up for it, how you can start inviting your friends to it. It's going to be great. Um, hope that you can make it. It's going to be a great weekend. Thanks for joining us for Ask Anything episode three, and we will see you next time.